0: We have the pleasure of introducing someone to you that has a great sense of humor, but more important than that, is on fire for the Lord. Pastor Kim McManus and her husband, Irwin, pastor the church Mosaic in Hollywood, and they are committed to winning Souls for Christ in Hollywood, and not just Hollywood, but around the world. Yes, give it up. Pastor Kim is going to be heading to Ecuador um, n- later this week, and she's going to be giving the good news, not just to a group of people like us, because we're a room of believers, but to a group of non-believers. And that is something that I am just like, so honored to be able to know her, to have that courage. Because it's very easy to come to someone you know that believes and talk about Jesus. You have to be bold. To be able to talk about Jesus to someone who doesn't believe. So please help me give a warm cathedral welcome to Pastor Kim McManus.
1: Good. It's so good to be here. Hi, yay, yay. Hi, yay, yay. I'll tell you, can I just be myself? All right, in my house, I'm just myself. I don't have anything to prove. I'm old. I'm all right. But in somebody else's house, you feel like you got to do your eyebrows. <laughs> but honestly, ladies, we spend more time working on our eyebrows than our relationships. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fruits of the Spirit just turned to steak that we got to chew on some things. And today, we're going to talk about love is a battlefield. Amen. Love is a battlefield. All right. <laughs> uh, my prayer is this. Can I pray? Can you pray with me? It's this. Everybody, Jesus, may there be victory and salvation in this room today. Amen. Don't you love people that pray short? all right get ready this is not meditative devotion time all right okay Um, and that's a beautiful thing about uh, me feeling at home Uh, anybody ever heard of Pat Benatar love is a battlefield I love her she's probably old by now like me look at this we are young sing it with you if you know it heartache to heartache You are terrible. <laughs> we are young. Heartache to heartache we stand. No promises, no demands. Love is a battlefield. Da, 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 da. You know, something like that. <laughs> hey, truth is, truth is, um, I am an expert in love. You ought to know this about me. It's so true. And not because I have a degree or I'm a therapist or I'm a psychologist or sociologist or a pharmacologist. It's not that I love well. It's just that I am an expert in love because I have been loved well. And how many people can say that? That's why I told my husband, I am an expert. And it's all due to him. Ah, I wish I could say hey, it's my daddy. It was my daddy who told me everything I know about love and yet He ran away look over there. I'm gonna fix myself. (laughs) I Just saw myself (laughs) I say dad why do you run away, but that's okay when he ran away there was there was Tony And he was my first love, and I met him in college. And I'm like, Tony, I love you. I love you. You're handsome. You're so beautiful. I'll follow you anywhere, man. (laughs) And I gave him my whole heart as much as I felt like I could give him, but not everything. But he wasn't worth everything. I saw you on Facebook, Tony. Thank God Almighty that I did not marry you. (laughs) What I thought was the one. Then I, got, then I got to Keith, and Keith was so compassionate, loving. That's what I was missing, Daddy. I was missing Keith. And God said, Keith's only in your life because he's going to help you through your mother's death. She died tragically in a car accident. And I'm like, no, I've given him my whole heart. I've given him everything. And then I realized between Tony and Keith, man, there's some learning I have to do. Between those fights and how meaningless they were, and, and, and the fights I had with Keith that were so loving and kind, I realized, who am I? Who am I? You know, your relationships will teach you who you are, and you should learn from them because God has given you the gift of experience and the gift of wisdom. Don't die a fool. Whoop. I'm a stranger. I can say some things because nobody hired me. You get it? So then here, look. So then there was Keith, and Keith left, and that was okay because God said he would only be there for that. But there was Jim, and he looked like Tom Selleck, the old Tom Selleck, in Magnum P.I., not the one in true blood. (laughs) What? Jim, I love you. You are truly more beautiful than Keith or Tony. God, you're upping your game in handsome. And I gave my heart to... What's his name? Jim. Because I said, Jim's the one. He's the one. You know how I knew he wasn't the one? Valentine's Day. Jim gave me the gift of index cards. I get it. I was in school. I needed index cards. That doesn't say you have to give that to me as you're the gift. And I said, goodbye, Jim. oh, by the way, you don't deserve me. But in between Tony and Keith and Jim, I learned not only who I was, but what I wanted in a man, right? And I, I would fear what we're going to study today, you would think, oh, it's a, it's a girl talk. No, it's a guy talk. No, it's just, no, don't, don't make that mistake. And, and then you might think that it's, a, it's an age talk. It's for the young. It's for the, no, 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 no. Don't make that mistake either. Because when we go to the scripture, we're going to go to a battlefield. Not an obvious battlefield because I love the battles of the Old Testament. This has nothing to do with King David except his son wrote this proverb. He was the wisest of all men because between, there's going to be a Tony in your life, there's going to be a Jim, and there's going to be a Keith, but man, we should learn what we want. And I stood there over the graveyard of my love life and I said, What is it that I want in a man, God? And he stood on the beach. The Isle of Palm, South Carolina, and God said, "You don't believe you deserve the best man because you don't believe I love you." And that day in the sand, I accepted the love of God into my life, and I said, "I I am worthy through your love of love. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of the best love. I'm worthy of the best man. Why can't I ask for the best man?" And then, 35 years later, I get Irwin. Named after Erwin Rommel. What? From El Salvador. I'm in North Carolina. How'd how'd you pull that off, God? Except he was born for me. I didn't realize, God, I wanted a strong man. Don't give me a weak man. We don't say we want a weak man, do we, girls? We don't say that, right? We don't say, hey, Lord, I just want a weak man to make me look better. (laughs) It's all good. But I still want a weak man. We don't say that. We just choose that. Men, you don't say, I just want a woman that is just unequal to me in all things, in all things. Just unequal. I want her to be a little thing. I want her to be so small and just like, we don't say that. We just choose that, right? Because we don't know. We don't realize our choices are informing our future and what informs us forms us, right? So we just choose that. And so I just started asking God, send me a man. And I stand here before you at the door of 60 years old. I turned 60 years old in December, and I'm saying, I'm an expert in love, uh-huh. Because the man I prayed for has loved me. He stood on the, he stood on the corner, uh, on the curb in the seminary, and he said, God told me to love you unconditionally. And now I've walked that journey for 35 years with him, 35 years, 25 of those years in the same church. Working in the inner city, then working in uh, Hollywood, California, and I've traveled those roads with him, and I've seen his character, and I've seen him cry out to God a thousand times, and I've seen him at his weakest, and I've seen him at his most private, and I've seen him a thousand times speak on a stage, and I'm saying, he's passed the test of loving me unconditionally. I'm an expert in love. Amen? (laughs) So the young me can say I really wanted a faithful marriage. I wanted someone who was committed. But but more than that, I wanted to be faithful and I wanted to be committed to someone. And that takes takes a battlefield experience, right? And this morning, Proverbs 7, we're going there. And it isn't your obvious battlefield, right? Oh, look, I have a little surprise for you. Look, look, I'll cover it up, all right? Later. (laughs) All right, it goes like this. At the window of my house, Proverbs says, at the window of my house. Hey, he was the, he was the richest man ever to live in the Bible, Solomon. It makes it sound like, yeah, I have just a little two-bedroom, one-bath over there. And through that, no, 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 no. It was a palace. He says, in my, at the window of my big old house, I looked down through the what? You know, the window. Through the window... Through the lattice, and the lattice was like, you know, where the plants grow. Kind of creepy that the king is looking, yeah. Okay. I saw, among, in verse 7, I saw among the what? I, I noticed among the young men. Now, this is where English fails is because this book was written in Hebrew. So I noticed among the simple. That doesn't mean um, he couldn't underst- they, these men couldn't understand complicated issues or that they were uncomplicated or that they were stupid. They were making stupid decisions, but they weren't dumb, right? He said, I saw among the stupid, uh, I mean, among the (laughs) the simple, I noticed among the young men just hanging out on the corner, drinking some beer, some German beer, eating some burritos. I don't know what they were talking about. I just know they were just hanging out. And I was looking at them because I wanted to be one of them, but I was just looking and I noticed among the young men, a youth who had no, mm-mm, are you reading it? Is it on back there? Who had no sense. He had no sense. This is in verse 7. He had no sense. What's that mean? You know, an instinct is, a, is, a, is important. You know, you, you were born with instinct. It was a, it's like a thing in you that's important. It tell, the instinct of an animal says, now go eat. Now go find food. Ravaged the uh, plains for food, tiger, lion. Uh, it tells an animal to go hibernate or migrate. The instinct inside you is so very, very important, but an instinct can be your enemy. An instinct can say, oh, I'll just follow anything I just really, really want. That's my desire and drive, right? An instinct can say, oh, I just, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so attracted to this pretty little thing over here. Um, maybe his name is Tony Keith or Jim. I don't know. He's a pretty little thing. I'm just my attraction just draws me down that, that, or maybe just pure curiosity. Maybe there's nothing chemical about it. Maybe there's no pheromones involved. Maybe it's just, whoa, she's so amazing because she's so mysterious. I like that about my women. So what you say? I don't know, but something. This guy had no way of connecting the dots that his choices would lead to his future. He had no sense. Look at it. Let's, 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 can, we, can we just imagine that this is the battlefield he didn't even know he was on? He's like, he was going down the street near her, in verse 8, he was going down the street near her, what? Walking along the direction of her house. If you have children, you know that something is up. That's a red flag, right? So what inside this young man's head was not was not doing this? Danger! 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 I told you it wasn't meditative, right? That's taught But we used to call that that danger voice in our head, we used to call it our conscience. And then when we came to know Jesus, we called it the Holy Spirit because it would inform us when we were in an environment that was dangerous or we were headed down a wrong road. Now, look, if love was a city. There are some streets and some corners that you just don't need to be traveling down. Can we agree with that? And we just need to go over some of the streets. You don't need to be traveling down. You ready? You might need to get used to the word no. Can you say it with me? No. No. That's good. That's pretty good. Balcony, you can do better. All right. One street is this. If you're going down in a city is if love is a city, do not go down the street of the one night stand. No. <laughs> you are terrible. No. The one night stand street. No. Hey, you know, because of the because of this. Swipe, swipe, clip, clip. You can get anybody anywhere. And they can be your one night stand. But I'll tell you, on the battlefield of love, it will destroy you. Yes? Yeah. Yes. That's a street you've got to stay away from. There's another street. This street is, he's a bad boy, but I can change him. There's a time in your youth that you are going to love bad boys, but you ain't going to change them, girl. All the women who've tried to change their men will be meeting you outside later. How about this street? It's late, but we can control ourselves. No! Really? You've used it before. It's never worked before. I don't care how late it is. It's still not going to work. You're too tired. You can't control yourselves. Right? Stay away from that street. Another street is, it's porn. There's no harm. What? No. No. Stay away from that street. Pornography, one out of every six searches online are for porn. Is that who we are now? I'm sorry. Is that who we are? No. no! And we have to say it, it. It will harm me. It will strip me of all my, 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 my sensitivities that God gave me as a gift. It's a no. No. I can't go down that street. All right. So the next street you can't go down. All right. I love this one. I'm going to take out. Um, he's married, but we're just Some of you clearly know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you have friends, surely not you, but they're flirting with that area. Because you know, you can just be playing around. But God has set up roadblocks to keep you from going down those streets. If love is a city and you've got to recognize the roadblocks, amen? amen? Amen. When God puts put something in your way, He blocks a call, He does something, He's fighting for you. We just got, you know what, another street you can't go down? She's all wrong for me, but she's all wrong for me, but I'm going to do it anyway. No, no. Another street, I just, okay. finish that page. (laughs) He has a hot body, and I just want that. In LA, that's what they talk. That's how the women talk. He's just hot, and I want that. And I'm saying, no this one this is for the 30 year olds the heart wants what the heart wants oh <laughs> uh, 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 uh. no 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 I know you have been trained by Oprah but it does not work in real life you are controlled your heart is controlled by you you only say that because you really 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 want it instinctual is natural but we have a brain. We're a human, not an animal. Look, it says this. On the street I cannot go down is, I am lonely and that counts, right? No. How about this one? I've been a good girl all my life. And it's not working. <laughs> and the Germans say, do all Americans yell everything they say? I'm very loud. You know what? I, I, I've been a good girl all my life, and, and it's not working. But you give God your whole life, all your life. It works no matter who you are in relationship with. It works because that is faithfulness, that is commitment. The street you cannot go down is, I will take anybody. <laughs> you breathing? I got you. You can you you can speak, I want you. Because there comes a time it I want anybody. Right? And then we like, we we there's something wrong and broken in your heart when you come to that place of desperation. Because this boy, this I saw among the simple, that word in Hebrew means seducible. Seducible. Are you seducible? Are you at that place where you will go anywhere with anybody and and you will be mastered and you will be owned and you will be taken? That's how open and available you are. When you say, I will take anybody, when you say, I am available and I want out of this marriage because it is just too hard or she's too crazy or he's too crazy, you just say, I'm available, a seductress will take advantage of you because they see it in your eyes. They smell it on you. It is instinctual for the seductress as well as it is for the one who is seducible. Do you understand? If If love is a battlefield, we have to understand who we are and if we are open for business. And we have to be so aware of what God, the battles that God is fighting on our behalf. It says this in the scriptures. It says, At twilight, now he's walking down the street near her corner, walking along in the direction of her house. And then at at nine, at twilight, as the day was what? As the dark of night set in. What are you willing to do at night when nobody can see you? How about that night face versus that day face you've got going on? How about that church face versus that not church face? (laughs) didn't have one. (laughs) Okay. What about that? What face have you got on in the dark that's different? Because you're going to meet an almighty God, and he is full of light. And he is going to ask you that question when he meets you. And I pray God meets you in the dark, and he finds you to rescue you from your dark face. Yes? Because he doesn't want you to live there because it's going to be a failure for you in this battle. Then out, in verse 10, did you know what was going to come? He's at her corner. He's in the direction of her house. And in verse 10, then came out a woman to... Meet him. <laughs> I love it in the movies. I love it in the movies. I'm, I'm, I love Masterpiece Theater, everything British. I'm watching a, a show now, Pole Dark, season four. I'm a big fan. Pole Dark, that he meets, you know, he can't have the love of his life. He's just come back from battle. The love of his life has met, <sighs> he married his cousin, and now he just takes the, the poor wench. It's the poorest of the poor and it's their battle and their rise and their victory I love stories like that because the girl came out to meet him and she was dressed like his mother he was, she was dressed like a prostitute and what about that meeting did not the early warning signs go off in his head and he said Look at this. Run, run. I should run now because the warning danger, 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 danger. You know, do you have that early warning sign in your head that says, when I'm in enemy territory, when I'm where I shouldn't be, in a corner I should not be, on a street I should not be, in the dark where I should not be, I've got to get out of here. I got to run, you know? Because it, it, you've got to listen to the spirit inside of your heart that's telling you to get out because you're not going to win this battle. Amen? She said he, she came out as a woman to meet and dressed like a prostitute with crafty intent. And there it is. There it is. I don't care how you dress, what you dress like. Uh, I just know when you have crafty intent, you're not making your Christmas cards. Turn to the man next to you and explain what I just said. (laughs) Uh, She had a plan for him because she knew he didn't have a plan. You know, moral courage has a plan. Men with backbone have a plan. Women with a solid core at their foundation, they have a plan. They have an exit strategy. And they're looking at the situation. Their instinctual survival response will kick in and say, I think there's danger and I'm under threat and we're going to battle here. And now, body, you're gonna have to move. But his body didn't move. She came out and she was in complete control. A seducible person knows when somebody else is in control. They just follow. They just get they just turn on neutral. Ha! I just take me, I'm yours. You're beautiful, I love you. You know, they're so wide open um but your instinctual survival response you know i I was just in africa we go there quite often work in malawi we're in the on the the vu river in a uh what do you call it safari and i woke up and that that instinctual coffee drive kicked in and i'm like i know i'm supposed to stay in my little bungalow here but i have to have coffee now and so i announced somebody wake up and walk to me with coffee come on I'm going, and I walked out the door, and they said, don't walk out the door. There's alligators and hippos right there on the bank, and I'm like, but coffee, I need it, and so I walked out, Courtney and I walked to the main road up there, and we ran right into a wild boar because, you know, instinctually, um, we, you know, what what are you going to do with that, And, and so I don't know what wild boars do, so I didn't run. Because the instinctual, survival, the instinctual survival response would be fight or flight. Well, I've come to realize in that moment there's other F-words available. <laughs> and she used one of them. And, um, and I thought, huh, never knew that about you, Courtney. And then I started praying out loud because I didn't know what that wild boar was going to do if his instinct was to run and chase <laughs> women. Because white meat is delicious. So, so I don't know. I don't know. So I, we just stood there, and, and, and Courtney explained to me that what she does in moments of threat is she freezes. So you can fight, and we want you to, to learn the good fight when you're in survival mode. That's great. You can fight, and you should fight because we were, we were built to fight. Or you can run away. That's the flight part. And some of you are expert at, at running away, you know, you know. You know, we'll talk to you later, too. That line will be there. And the other, yeah. So then the the other one is a freeze. And and Courtney just froze. An attacker came into her house. A a thief came into her house the other day. And it took her a minute and 45 seconds, knowing, hearing him in the house, for her to exit the house. She froze. She didn't know what to do. She used the F word and she froze. And the F word was not freeze. Right? (laughs) But there are other F words, you know. The, the, there's other efforts like like um like uh faith what about that that's a big yes word how about um failure you know some of you you've only known love as failure and so your instinct is to lay down and play dead just lay down and die and then you become the victim and everybody sees it and everybody they'll be like you'll they'll feel sorry for you in some ways right but your instinct is just to, just to fall down and, 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 and just fail at love. And you're never supposed to fail at love. But then others of you will, will, will just fake it, right? You'll fake fighting. You, you, you have cheap tools and you pull those tools, those weapons of war out, and you're like, take that and, and take that and, and spit in your face and 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 look, at, I got some words in my tool shed and my weapon arsenal, and I'm going to throw them at you. And they've worked every, with every man I've ever known. I'm going to use them on you and you and anybody else that hurts me. They are going to know my wrath. I'm going to I'm going to fake this because there's nothing honest about it. There's nothing honest. We can have conflict and it be honest and it be good and it be holy. We can break up and it be honest and good and holy. It could be not right and we agree that it is not right. And it can be honest and good and holy. But can we stop faking it? Can we stop faking hurting each other or stop faking loving each other? Yes? Amen? Amen. And the, and we said yes to that. Right? And the other F word is just you... you uh you just keep fearing, you fear and let fear rule the day. You keep fearing, hoping that the, what, what your father did to you doesn't keep coming up in all of your other relationships and you, you wear that fear and, and, you, and, and, and even, I, you know, I'm writing a book on genetics is not my destiny. What I was born into will not follow me to the grave. Mine is a victory. Mine is a victory walk genetics is not my destiny i'm sure i will never be able to reach the top shelf but that is not my destiny right i'm not overwhelmed with fear because i know what that does and it doesn't work and so look what he said he comes she is she is unruly and defiant in chapter in in verse 11 she's unruly and defiant her feet never stay at home because there were two places In the Hebrew world there was the temple and you go to the temple or the church to learn the rules and the love of God and then you go home and you practice what you've learned but she would never stay at home she would never stay in the field of practice she would go from the temple right to the street because her intent wasn't to practice she practiced by a new set of rules she was unruly and defiant she's rebellious she's she's wild don't we love the wild ones then Oh, they look so exciting and mysterious, those wild ones, until they're yours and she's (laughs) cray-cray. For all of your marriage, she's the crazy one. Because you married her, you loved her when she was wild. You don't know what to do with her when she's married wild, right? And it says she took hold of him. She said, no, in verse 12, now in the streets, now in the squares, at every corner, she lurks. And that's a Hebrew word lurk. It's it's, it's a Hebrew word for for, um, uh, uh, ambush. She's secretly plotting to take him. That's what an ambush is. So she, at every corner, she's about to ambush. And what about his warning system inside that didn't say, come on. Run, leave. This is your exit moment. Don't let her get too close to you. And it says, she took hold of him and she kissed him. That space that is like an intimate body, you know, we have body space. It's just more intimate. Pastor in South Africa came up to me. He was going to kiss me on the lips. And I said, oh, no, you're not you are not kissing me my lips are for him he is for erwin these lips are sacred you know and he tried to kiss me on the lips and i just dodged that one and i know it was a cold nothing intended but it was just so beautiful because he's in my intimate space he doesn't with me i am not know him i don't have i'm never, never gonna see you again i'm not letting you in that that space because I, there's a roadblock there. And it's only meant for the people that I want in my personal space. And she should have never been there. But because he was so available and seducible, she got in there. Who's let, who do you let in? Who do you let in? Who do you need to let out? Out. Can you say out? out? Get out of here. Get out of here. All right, she took hold and she kissed him. And with a brazen face unapologetic you know what an unapologetic woman that wants you she will never apologize to you later don't you can wait till you die she's never going to apologize with a brazen face he stood there and he let her have him moral courage is never silent a rod in your back a a core strength is never silent know your way out it says this She said in verse 14, today I went to church, I offered my sacrifice, and now I've brought some food home. Would you like to eat with me? And so I came out, I had some food left over, I I saw you on the corner. I came out and I looked for you, and I found you. Beware that it's, her voice sounds like your destiny. You know, when, when you hear those words that are too good, too fast, too, 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 too much, too free, too cheap, it's not for you and it is untrue. Say untrue. But you got to be testing the words coming at you. you got to be testing the words coming at your mouth because you could be the seductress or the seducer. But you got to be testing the words coming at you to have you and 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 so her words were fabulous they sounded like destiny everybody wants to meet the man of their dreams but what are the words that can have you that can own you you say i love me uh you say i love you to me you better mean i love you you better mean it or i'm going to just tell you shut up (laughs) no you don't know me because how can you love me when you don't know me right? I reserve that space. Those words are too precious, too precious. So look, this is what happened in the end. She says, I've covered my bed. Oh, I know it. I knew as soon as he was at that corner, a woman was going to come out to meet him and there was going to be a bed soon because a bed always pops into the story when it's bad. Here's the bed. I've covered my bed with all the different colors from Bed Bath and Beyond, Egypt, <laughs> the Egypt store. And I have perfumed my bed with essential oil, some rosewood mixed with lavender, and made it some jasmine. I don't know, it sounds lovely. It's so romantic. Because. <laughs> The wrong person knows how to attract your senses. The sense, the gift from God, God knows. He knows. He gave you a, the eyes so that you could see his beauty. He gave you your nose to, and the pheromones because he just, he knew you needed it. <laughs> and the, the ears so that you could hear music and all the beauty. And you could create beauty and he would show you beauty. He gave you all your senses. And can they be corrupted? Yes, they can be corrupted. Don't let your senses be used as a weapon against you. Beware, right? I don't know. Am I just speaking to the wind? No. Come, let us drink deeply of love because that's what we call this is love. It's a lie, but it's love. And we're going to drink to love of, of love to morning. Isn't that romantic? Doesn't that sound so poetic? Let's enjoy ourselves with love. With love. Love. <laughs> I love it. I love love. We all do, right? Because we have this need. We were born with three... Three things we desperately need we need destiny we need meaning but we need intimacy We need to belong to something we need to belong and we know that we need to belong to someone else We're willing to give that love but we want it to be in return because we we are built in here for relationships We're not animals. We're deeply deeply relational And 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 she was speaking all of this language and then she said in verse 19 as a part of this little rant, right? Hey, so my husband he's not a home She's married. If she's married, guess what? She's not yours. Don't take her. But if you're seduced, if you're seducible, that's not an option. You, you're, you're available. My husband's not home. He's gone on a long journey. Blah 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 blah. Stop at I'm married. Goodbye. And at 21, with all of her persuasive words, that word is, I will bend you and I will turn you until you are mine. I will bend you until I have you exactly where I want you. And with those pervasive, persuasive words, she led him astray. And so she seduced him with smooth talk. But if you go back to uh, Psalm 55, David said this, um, he has smooth talk. But war is in his heart. His his words are as smooth as oil, but but they are a drawn sword. What words are you led away with? I love, just tell me you love me. Please tell me you love me. Just tell me and feel. Just tell me, I don't even care if you mean it. What words are you willing to hear that you will be led down of the wrong street in the wrong city, right? Uh, so we got to close. we got to get out of here. But it says, and at once, all at once, all at once, don't let anybody catch you off your guard because all at once you're gone. He followed her. And then it explains it like an ox caught in a trap and a, and a bird and, and, a, and a deer and, you know, like a, and the arrow in the liver. And don't, you're, not, you're not supposed to lay there with an arrow in your liver. He's not thinking, huh, she looks like a deer, and I'm going to be an arrow in my, and have an arrow in my liver. No, she, he's, a, he's thinking, she looks so beautiful. She's Beyonce. At least she's Michelle and Kelly, but she's Beyonce, and, and you know, and I'll put a ring on it. <laughs> That's all I could come up with. I didn't plan it. But I'm saying to you. Uh, be careful, be careful, be careful, because the battlefield was never supposed to be where you fall, the battlefield of love. This boy lost that battle that day, but you're never supposed to lose yours, no matter what context, no matter how, what age you are, no matter what gender you are, no matter where your station in life is. If you're a believer, if you're not a believer, if you own your own business, if you've never had a business or you don't even know how to spell the word business, I don't know who you are, but I'm going home today. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beware of my own situation and my own life because everybody is temptable. Everybody can be seduced. Everybody can lose their battle. You're just not supposed to. In 2 Samuel 22:35, 35, the great warrior David said this, God, God has trained my hand with strength and for the battle. God has trained my hand for battle. And, you know, we got to get some training. We got, And this is a great room to get that training. Stay here. Track with this group of people. They have 280-some ministries they're leading. You can be a part of one of them. You can just say and get some training. You can say to your past, your past, you cannot control me. I'm no longer... Under your control, we're done. I've moved on from my past. And you can say to your present, the present, I am going to, I know who I want. I know who I am. I know who the, the victory is mine in my relationships. I'm going to claim that. And you can say to the future, I look at you and I know what I want to look like in the future. And I declare, I know who I want to be with. I know who I want. And for those of you who are married, you, you create your marriage. You create your home. You create the two people looking at each other. You create that it's my responsibility not for my husband to fulfill every one of my wishes and desires it is my responsibility to, to love him to take care of him it is my responsibility and it says in Jesus and I'm finished oh I am so ugh. I am gonna finish I promise and this is line of faith this line of faith that says Jesus you're the ultimate sacrifice first John three sixteen, it says this is what love is that Jesus gave it all He gave it all as a sacrifice for us. And maybe you stand on one side of faith. And if you want to cross over to the other side and say, Jesus, what love looks like is sacrifice. And my love and my heart, and I will go down fighting for this, is that I will start loving sacrificially like you did. You modeled that. Oh, God, I I call out to you. I pray that there is victory I pray that there is salvation for you, and all that you have to do is say, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my life, Jesus, I give you my life, and if if that's you, he says, I promise you, I'll come into you. I'll dwell with you forever and ever. I will dwell with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you, and it was my salvation when I met Jesus. It created a future and a life for me that I had never known in foster care, that I had never known with my father who was absent, my mother who was absent. I never got that. But what I did, I have lived a life healed. And I will fight the battle on the battlefield for love. Let's pray, Jesus, 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 make us victorious, make us victorious. And, Father, I pray for those who are praying that prayer right now. Jesus, I give you my life. I pray over them, God, that you bless them. Give them great courage. Give them great strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Can we thank God for Kim? Amen. Thank you, Kim.